Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. ...to give to you what you've given back to us and given to us initially. Lord, that we can give back to you in obedience. Whatever we purpose within us, Lord, we know that in the act of giving, it opens you up to be able to, well, first of all, those windows open up over us, multiple flows of finance or provision come in, whether it be money or other things. Lord, you're the one who provides all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And Lord, we also know from your word that you do, you corrupt the corrupter for us. You spoil the enemy's plans. So we thank you for doing that, for honoring your word, for activating your angels as we obey in faith the word of God that you've given us. We bless this offering. We bless the people. We thank you, Lord, and we are open to your promise back to us. We receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, go ahead, ushers, if you would. All right, I want to teach this morning for just a little bit, and then we'll get into baptisms. We're doing pretty good on time here. Um, I just want to share a little bit about water baptism, and I'm, I'm praying that you'll You'll see the importance of this. Maybe if you're here and you really don't have a relationship with the Lord, I think this is a good opportunity for you. I know the Lord has been dealing with me about people that he's been dealing with. So the Lord will, um, I believe he'll minister to you by the Holy Spirit this morning. How many have ever heard the word conviction before? Good old conviction. God's going to convict you. You ever heard that, you know? Which I think there's some of that there, but the word conviction actually means convince. A lot of times we have a religious ideology about some of these words, but you say, what does that mean? The Holy Spirit is here to convince you of God's love. If I'm going to convince you of something, that's a little bit different than what we might think and convict. How many uh, know of somebody who might be a convict? You may have heard of somebody, you know, not you, you know, (laughs) but somebody or somebody in your family. I don't know. But we don't usually have a a good picture of that word. But in the conviction in the scriptures, it means convince. And so today we're going to have water baptisms. Why? Because we have people that have given their heart to Jesus and they're convinced that they're saved Because of what Jesus did. And you know what convinces the world that Jesus wants to save them and then helps people lead them to make that decision to follow him? It's the love of God that leads men to repentance. It leads them. There's a conviction, a convincing that takes place by the Holy Spirit within the heart of the person that, hey, God really does love me. Jesus was the manifestation and is the manifestation of that love. And I want want to reciprocate out of obedience to what he did to me and reach out with my heart in faith and grab hold of the grace that's been extended to me. You say, reach out in faith. Yeah, let your heart go to God. 
into grace. What do you mean by grace? Grace is an, a supply in the Spirit. It's a delivery in the Spirit of unseen reality, spirit reality, of the manifest or goodness or tangible presence of God. There is a supply in the Spirit. See, people think, well, Jesus came. He was a good man. He was more than a good man. He was the Son of God. He came to earth as the Son of God. In the Spirit, what He did is He crushed the wall that was dividing us from God. Did you know that? He annihilated it. Or as Southerners say, he annihilated it. (laughs) I went to Bible college in the South. I'm like, that is not the word. It's annihilated. Jesus annihilated. (laughs) And I think, man... (laughs) What did Jesus... So what are you saying, preacher? That Jesus took care of sin so you could be one with God. Well, you don't know what I've done. Nope, wrong. You're not understanding what Jesus did. Well, it's horrible what I did. I agree. Me too. But it's what he did that matters. I'm convincing you to look at him, not you. Amen? Amen? Today, when these people are baptized, they're convincing you, hey, he did it. I'm free. Free, free, forever. Come on, you believe it in the song. Free, free, forever, amen. My ticket has been punched. I'm on one way to heaven. Why? Because of Christ in me, the hope of glory. Amen? So what is baptism? Very simply, it's immersion. It means go under. Go down in. Why do we water baptize? We water baptize because Jesus established water baptism as an ordinance in the scripture, in the Great Commission. And that's what I read to you in Matthew when we started. Jesus himself set an example for his church by submitting to baptism By his forerunner, John the Baptist. How many remember that? Peter echoed the command to be baptized in his sermon on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, 38 and 41. Throughout the book of Acts, the apostles observed the ordinance, excuse me, baptizing their converts. Significance, the significance, the spiritual significance of water baptism is the idea of this, that you are identifying with what Jesus did for you and you're declaring, Jesus paid the price for all my sin and I was raised with him in all his justification. (laughs) You say, you think you're righteous? I don't think, I know I am clean before the Father. Well, what are you saying? In Christ Jesus, I am spotless. You say, how do you say that? By faith. I believe what he did. How many, you're a believer, you've believed that Jesus is a savior and you've said that before and then all these thoughts come to your head. You did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. There's only one accuser of the brethren. And it isn't the Holy Spirit. It's your enemy. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus if you're born again. 
So we see that baptism was established in the Great Commission. We saw where Jesus was baptized in Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. It says this, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. Now listen to the words of Jesus in verse 15. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill what? All righteousness. So Jesus was baptized. It was symbolic of him going to hell for us and being raised from the dead. Can you imagine being the one that get to baptize Jesus? Oh, man. It's a wonder John the Baptist said, no, no, I need to be baptized by you. And that is the truth. But in order for you to be baptized by Jesus, Jesus had to be baptized into you. I'm going to say that again because some of you need to hear it. Hear with the Holy Spirit ears. In order for you to be baptized into Jesus, Jesus first had to be baptized into you. So you say, what are you saying, preacher? What are you saying? What are you declaring to me? I'm telling you that Jesus was baptized into your sin so that you could be baptized into his righteousness. That you are righteous through the blood and body of Jesus Christ. Why? Because he became unrighteous so that you could become clean. (laughs) The issue has nothing to do with passing more laws for peace. The issue is getting peace here. When peace is here, the rest will even out. How many know you can never legislate love? So then John the Baptist said, yeah, let's do it that way. That's my translation. Verse 16, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, what? This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. Then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8 verse number 12 says this. But when they believed Philip and as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were what? They were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed and when he was what? Baptized. He continued with Philip and was amazed seeing the miracle signs which were done. Acts chapter 9 verse 17 says this, And Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. Acts chapter 10 verse number 44, While Peter was still speaking these things, in the middle of Paul's, Peter's preaching, what happens? And he probably didn't even get to point two. How do you know God doesn't care about our point system? Well, I need three points, a nice poem, two slow songs, three fast songs, and then God can move. He could care less about our formulas, amen? How many say this? Let God move. Right? Go ahead and let him move in your world too. Well, I got to have the right mood. No, no. He's always in the mood. 
to move. Amen? And while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And verse 44 says this, And those of the circumcision who believed were what? Astonished. As many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. How many know unless, you're a born, unless you were born a Jew in here, you're a Gentile? You, the other side. All right? The Jewish people. And these Jews were like, holy smokes, God loves other people. <laughs> How many are thankful God was like, open up the gate, let in the Gentiles? All right, oh, I'm thankful. All right. He says this, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, verse 46, for they heard them speak with what? Tongues and magnify God. Were these Jews speaking in tongues? No, they were Gentiles speaking in tongues. And what were they doing in that? Magnifying God. Then Peter answered, can anyone forbid what? Water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. What's amazing about this as they were baptized, what's amazing is while Peter's preaching, they were saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and then they were baptized right after. That's powerful. That's powerful. Acts chapter 16, verse number 14. Now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshipped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she, had four, and, when she, she and her household were what? Baptized. Acts chapter 16, verse number 25. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to him. Where were they praying and singing? then you can pray and sing in your house. It doesn't just have to be with Mark and the worship team. You can pray and people say, well, I, you know, unless you're, you're, maybe you're like my friend, Pastor Jeremy, who was embarrassed to sing by himself with himself because he was embarrassed of himself. <laughs> but you just need to get over yourself. And I don't care if it's just a joyful noise, if you're alone in the car. I mean, people are wearing a mask by themselves in the car. You should be able to <laughs> worship God. You say you got to go there, preacher. You bet I got to go there. <laughs> There's nobody in the car but you. Take the mask off. <laughs> oh, I felt the fire of God on that one. I... People say, well... I don't have any... Get some worship music. Turn your radio up so you can't hear you. <laughs> people think, yeah, this... People will see me in the car talking to myself. No, 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 no. Everybody thinks you got a Bluetooth. <laughs> Nobody has a clue. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody has a clue. They just think you're talking on the phone. Amen? While in prison, you can worship God. And what were the prisoners doing? They were what? Listening. You're a voice for the Lord. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Now, that's a miracle. 
God instigated an earthquake that didn't break anything, but loosed everything it was holding somebody in bondage. Just like that. And not just for Paul and Silas. Every prisoner in that place, all of a sudden chains, boom. What is it? It's prophetic. It's a demonstration of the Lord saying, if you come to me, I'll loose your bonds. They'll shake off. Verse 27, and the keeper of the prison awakening from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. I think this is so neat because I've read this so many times and the other day I was reading it and the Holy Spirit really ministered to me. But Paul called with a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm for we are all here. He, so apparently they couldn't see each other, which means Paul couldn't see the jailer. But yet by the Spirit of God, what does Paul do? He calls out to prevent what? Suicide. I declare to you, do yourself no harm. Come on. Do yourself no harm. Don't let harm thoughts sit in your mind. I'm talking about personal harm. You are valued. You are cherished. You are worth the blood and body of Jesus Christ. You are worth the redemption, the purchase price of what? God's own Son. You are loved. People say, well, it doesn't feel like it. Believe it by faith. It'll feel like it eventually. Do thyself no harm. Paul said, we're all here. What did, what, what did them all being there mean? It mean that man didn't die. And he was saved. Watch. And his whole household. A sui- Come on. How many know that that's a little different outcome on a family when the dad is saved? Instead of committing suicide and having to walk through that, they get a what? Those kids get a, come on, I wish somebody would believe that. In For he called for a light, he ran in and he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas and he brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They must have been preaching salvation while they were in there. You know, they're in chains, stocks, they're bound and they're sitting there going, you know, you can be saved, uh, Mr. Jailman. I know you just beat me up or your boys did, but you can be saved. God loves you. They're bleeding and preaching. I mean, committed to the cause. That's disciples right there. And he brought them out and he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your household. Fathers, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and so will your households. Come on, men of God. Well, it's weak to be a man of God. Don't come say that to me. Don't talk to me about that. You say, oh, you're, you're a tough guy. I'm not a tough guy. I'm a sanctified, redeemed, Holy Ghost filled, not led by the flesh, 
power of God in me, man of God. Come on, and what are you? You're the same man of God. You're a leader of your house. You're a sanctified, set-apart, overcomer by the Spirit of God within you. And you can lead your house in salvation. Don't be afraid. Stand up in the middle of your situation. Be a man of God. Lead your house. Come on, some of you, you got a warrior mentality for your nation, but you need one for your kingdom, which is the kingdom of God. And it's not even Father's Day. All right, so. <laughs> i got to hurry here. I'm getting to preaching. You guys are listening good. He said, then you, and he took them that same hour of the night and washed their stripes. See, they went from beating him to cleaning him. Paul, that's what redemption will do. That brings peace. Redemption on both sides, amen? What do Paul and Silas know? They know that this jailer is not saved. What else do they know? Their battle is not against flesh and blood. And immediately, he and all his family were what? They were baptized. Now, when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them and he rejoiced, having believed in God with what? All his household. Acts chapter 18, verse 7, and he departed from there and entered the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshiped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his what? Household. And many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were what? Baptized. Acts chapter 19, verse 1, final passage. Nope, one more after that, sorry. I should read my notes. It says final passage after that. Acts chapter 19, verse 1, And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus, and finding some disciples, he said to them, Do you receive, did, you, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, We have not so much heard as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. So they hadn't even heard of the Holy Spirit. And he said to them, into what were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. In other words, these guys were not born again. And you'll see it here in verse 4. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him whom would come after him. That is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were what? Baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and did what? Prophesied. Now the men were about 12 in all. Do you see the stages there? Do you see salvation, water baptism, baptism in the Holy Spirit? Do you see it? There's three different there. Three different things there. Two different stages in, 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 in being saved and then being filled with the Spirit. Acts chapter 8, verse 34, so the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask of whom does the prophet say this? This is Philip when he was taken, uh, when he was met, uh, met a man on the, uh, on the road to speak to him, a eunuch, um, to speak to him about salvation. The Lord had told him to go to a particular place where a man was that would be saved. So verse 34 is where we pick up. It says, Then the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask of you, of whom does the prophet say this, of himself or of another man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture preached Jesus to him. 
Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? So apparently preaching Jesus can lead you to think that you need to be baptized in water. Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, what? I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So there's only one thing that hinders you from being baptized. Not believing. People say, oh no, it's all the things I've done wrong. All the things you've done wrong have been taken care of if you'll believe. All the things that you've done wrong have been taken care of if you'll believe. All the things that you've done wrong have been taken care of if you believe. All the things that you've done wrong have been taken care of if you'll believe. All the things that you've done wrong will have been taken care of if you'll believe. Say it with me. Say, I believe. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. How many know it doesn't matter if you're on a road trip? Sometimes you just got to stop and get baptized. Look, honey, there's a puddle. Let's go roll in it. (laughs) In the name of Jesus. (laughs) You say that's sacrilegious. No, it's biblical. We have systems. God has realities. I heard a testimony years ago about baptisms in China from a minister. This was personal. This was his, he, this was a personal experience that they, he relayed to us. And they go do baptisms in the middle of winter in the river. The river's frozen. He said, well, what do you do? He's asking the, he's trying to figure it out, you know, this Chinese pastor. He said, we go out there and praise God. And the snow starts to melt. And the ice melts. And then they baptize. Unfortunately, I have no frozen water for you today. (laughs) Actually, the water's about 90 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, thank God. (laughs) Hey, but when you're committed... You know, you guys realize this, that in, in other countries, you get baptized, it's a death sentence. And do you realize in our country that they're trying to push the spirit of Antichrist? Will we tolerate it? Will you allow the spirit of the world to lead you? Because I think we're getting to that point now where it's going to be, we'll see. Amen? So they get out of the car. (laughs) And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. Now, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. How many know that'll freak you out if I'm out of here after I baptize you? (laughs) What shot? He's at home eating (laughs) chips and nacho cheese. (laughs) Well, you're still here. That would be cool. 
And we know God's able. Oh, come on. Verse 40, or verse 39. So Philip was caught away so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way what? So what are you going to do after baptism today? You're going to go on your way. Hey, I'm free. <laughs> verse 40, but Philip was found in Azotus. Azotus. And passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. He was a preaching machine. The following from the four-square declaration of faith affirms the uh, belief in the doctrine of water baptism and explains the significance of the ordinance. We believe that water baptism in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, according to the command of our Lord, is a blessed outward sign of an inward work. A beautiful and solemn emblem reminding us that even as our Lord died upon the cross of Calvary, so we reckon ourselves now dead indeed unto sin. And, all our, and the old nailed to the tree with him. And that even as he was taken down from the tree and buried, so we are buried with him by baptism into his death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. The ordinance of baptism by a burial with Christ should be observed as commanded in the scriptures by all who have truly repented and in their hearts have truly believed on Christ as Savior and Lord. In so doing, they declare to the world that they have died with Jesus and that they have also been raised with him to walk in newness of life. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 says this. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as of, of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So what is the manner of baptism, the formula? The manner of baptism is by immersion. This is seen in the meaning of the Greek word baptize, which clearly means to immerse, even by the admission of scholars whose churches only sprinkle. Did you know that? And by the biblical description of the manner of Jesus' baptism in the River Jordan. Secondly, the formula of water baptism is clearly stated, the Great Commission as in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So lastly, witnesses, everyone who's here who's not getting baptized, here's your call to accountability. I place a call to everyone here that you today are witnesses before the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, angels, the witnesses of heaven, and the believers here in the room of the declaration of faith by these being water baptized. So you have been mandated. You say it's just the preacher's job. Wrong. Brethren. Sisterin. <laughs> you say how can you goof like this? I'm not goofing. I'm just enjoying God. You think God's so stuffy. Who do you think invented sense of humor? It's the joy of the Lord that is your strength. <laughs> Worship team, you can come. So at this time, I'm going to call some names.
Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com. 